Welcome to the Health and Harmony Podcast, where we discuss all things mind, body, and soul. Everything we delve into has the intention of helping you to create a healthy balance between your internal and external realities. We reveal the tools and techniques you'll need to expand your life and grow into the amazing and authentic person you are meant to be. Whether you've just started your journey or already on your way, we are here to help guide you with all of the information you'll need. Join us each week as we discuss the insights that will give you the guidance needed to help you on your journey. Zach, by continuing in the meeting, you are consenting to being recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome back to another episode with the Health and Harmony Girls. I wish I had a better voice to sing harmony when we intro ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Rox and I, for the first time, are in two different locations recording a podcast. So obviously with the times of COVID, everyone knows it is hectic in Joburg at the moment. So yeah, I think it's, we were just saying now it's super weird. We've never spoken over Zoom before. <laughs> but in the spirit of how hectic things are at the moment and how out of control some people feel with their lives, Rox and I have touched on before the fact that you shouldn't want to be in control of everything and to obviously surrender control. But we thought we'd also touch on the opposite side today and just give you a few things that you actually can control in your life if that's what you are seeking at this point in of like uncertainty if you want a little bit more control and want to seem like you're in a bit of more control of your life and what's going on around I mean you have no control over what's going on around you but you can control some of these nine things yeah and I think especially because my favorite one of my favorite sayings is the only things you can control are your actions and your reactions this is like an extension of what exact actions and reactions you can control to maybe make your life a little bit easier make your life a little bit better make it a little bit more happier especially in these uncertain times that we are living in like you said we're back in lockdown level four here in Wuhanisburg <laughs> so the other day I thought it was so funny yeah I was like that I saw that on on Instagram today <laughs> I thought that was so funny so yeah let's jump into the things that you can control <clears throat> yes So number one is how I react to people and situations. So this basically is your reactions, like my favorite quote. Um, And I think it's so important to realize that the way that you react to people, whether it's in a situation or just the people by themselves or in a situation by itself can completely like change the whole mood of the situation, the whole outcome of the situation. So when you learn to maybe approach things with more of a neutral standpoint, because remember there's always three sides to a story, your side, their side, and the truth. It's just a lot easier to have more amicable and enjoyable situations. Mm -hmm. I love that you speak about the um, different sides to every story, because I read a quote today and I was like, I've never thought about it like that. And it is 100% true, but it said that... um, until the lion learns to write, the hunter will always be the stronger. And I mean, that's just 
proof because if you think about it, the human can write, the human is the hunter, the human is always going to be the person writing the story and they're always going to be victorious at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Until someone learns to write and is able to tell their side of the story, like we're always just going to believe that the human is more victorious. So mm-hmm. like Rock says, there are different sides to every story. And yeah, I mean, you have control over the way you react to things. I think that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. everyday life. I mean, it's so much easier said than done not to react to something because that's what the reaction is. I mean, it happens in a couple seconds. You can be someone that feels like you're super short tempered or you are, you know, able to process your feelings better, but to just be able to take control over the way you react to people will also help you feel a lot more in control of your own life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it also boils down to self-awareness. I mean, people who are highly reactive aren't very self-aware because they aren't present in the situation. They're not really taking a step back to see what's triggering me in this moment. Why is what Sally said making me so angry or what Johnny did? Why is it making me feel so hurt? So when you start to practice more self-awareness and actually almost look at the situation or the people that you're surrounded with from like a viewed out perspective what's it zoomed out perspective (laughs) you can really start to manage how you react to situations because you're more self-aware so I think like self-awareness is literally life-changing it's something that I teach a lot but once you can actually take a step back and realize why things are making you upset, why things are making you react the way that you do, it's a lot easier for you to not react because now you're aware, oh yes, she said something that really triggers me because maybe I feel like that's true about me, but I don't want people to know that's true about me, whatever the situation may be. So Mm -hmm. practice self-awareness. Completely agree. Okay, number two is what you eat. So, I mean, this is an important point because I think it can be misconstrued and no one's telling you that you need to control every portion size that you eat and every calorie that goes into your mouth, but you can control what you eat in order for yourself to feel better. So if you feel out of control, sometimes just controlling what you're able to eat, like listen to your body. Your body feels like broccoli today. It feels like broccoli today. If it doesn't feel like eating broccoli today, I mean, tomorrow it you don't have to eat broccoli tomorrow, but listen to your body. You are the only person that can control what you eat. Yes, there are people that are professionals and whatever you want to call it that are on the outside and want to look in and give you a hand. But at the end of the day, you know yourself, you know what you feel like and you are you are able to control what you eat. So I know sometimes people feel out of control because of that whole cycle of binge eating and restriction and binge eating and restriction and guilt and it's just the list goes on but you at the end of the day are the only person that is in control of what you are able to eat and what you're able to feel it feed yourself I mean if you know that something makes you feel good like I'm not telling you to go eat a salad because it makes me feel good but I know I just had a massive salad for lunch and I don't like to eat a salad with like big leaves in it I love to chop my salad into like little pieces with the dressing and I just enjoy a salad. I'm like, it doesn't mean that you have to eat salad, but you can control what goes into your body and it can be things that make you feel good is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to And I think it's so important, especially now with like it being colder, winter here down in the Southern hemisphere, 
And with like COVID being on the rise again, keeping your immune system at its highest is so, so important. And the one way that you can really, I want to say manipulate, but really control and boost your immune system is through eating healthier foods or a more varied diet. So you can control how, I don't want to say you can control how likely you are to get COVID because obviously that is something we cannot control. But if your immune system is at its optimum, your chances of contracting corona will be less. And if you do contract corona, obviously your chances of maybe not even getting symptoms or not getting as sick will be better because your immune system is stronger to fight off the disease. So make sure you're getting like a wide variety of fruits, vegetables, um, and all your macros, your fats, your carbs, and your, what's that one? Proteins. <laughs> Lol, you can see your vegetarians. <laughs> I'm like, what's the other one again? <laughs> <laughs> um, try, just really try to get a varied amount of food because the more variation you include in your diet of healthier foods the more vitamins and minerals you get the better your immune system is going to be so i think there's like lots of ways you can look at controlling what you eat but in this time in this age in this crazy fucking world that we're living in like that's something that you can actually use to help yourself in the long term in terms of health and immunity I completely agree. I think it's actually so funny because now with how um, hectic everything is with COVID, a lot of people are ordering their groceries online and we've been ordering Checker 60. I mean, we all did that before COVID, but it's been so busy lately that like you'll order in the morning and they can only deliver at like 3 p.m. or whatever the time is. But if you go onto the app and you try to like, they have like bundles of easy foods, you know, um, inspiration for dinner whatever and then there's like a whole section on like boost your vitamin c and they've got all the like oranges i swear you go on there they're all like sold out i had to buy a three kg bag of oranges yesterday so that i can try juice but to just like up those like rocks are saying things that are going to help your immune system to help you to feel i think it also i'm not necessarily saying it's a placebo effect but i know for myself when i'm feeding myself a lot of like vitamin c and like healthy vitamins when it's flu season, I always feel better mentally as well because I know I'm like prepared. And I don't know if that like acts as a bit of a placebo where I'm like invincible, touch wood. <laughs> I literally buy like ginger and oranges and lemon and whatever, I make fresh juice. And I'm like, you know what? I've had a shot of juice today. Like I'm feeling laugh. So you can control what goes into your body and what you eat. And it can always be the things that make you feel good. If you know something's going to make you feel bad after eating it, and I'm not talking about guilt, I'm talking about like physically bad, don't, don't eat it. Pick yeah. something else. You can control what goes into your body. Exactly. Okay, number three is how I treat my body. I think this can go so deep because this can like refer to what goes on in your head, how you talk mm -hmm. to yourself, how you treat yourself. Um, but basically... I mean, I want to go down more of the path of, I mean, we've spoken about nutrition and how you treat your body. It's just looking after it. So whether it's making sure you get your blood flowing every single day or having that like exfoliating bubble bath so that your skin feels nice and supple and, and your soul feels rejuvenated and refreshed, like whatever makes you feel like you are treating your body um, how it deserves to be treated and makes you feel better I think that's such a good way to like boost your mood boost your morale boost your confidence boost so many things your esteem 
so yeah i think treating your, how you treat your body is such a nice one because there's like like i said it's there's so many things that you can do in terms of how you treat your body but you do you do i completely agree with you i'm like treating your body is internal and external um you can be the most fit in inverted commas um person that people look at and go wow like they always look great but you could be like rotting on the inside rocks and i've spoken about this in previous podcasts before um there's so many people in different industries that are super fit and they are rotting on the inside whether it's from drugs or from abuse of this or that like there's a million things that you can be rotting on the inside from so i think taking care of yourself is both internal and external and like rocks saying you feel like that bubble bath, go and take that bubble bath. But at the same time, the bubble bath and the external skin needs to also be like a bubble bath of your mind. And the way you speak to yourself and the way you treat yourself is key. Yeah. And I about think- it in every podcast. Okay. <laughs> I was like, we speak about it in every yeah. podcast. It's about how you treat yourself. I love that. Um, and yeah, I think because the next point there is how I treat myself. That could be more of like a mindset thing as well. So mm-hmm. like treating your body, like you said, is internal and external with like what you put inside and how you treat on the outside. But the same works for how I treat myself. So like if you are dealing with depression, sadness, anxiety, whatever it is, seek help, talk to someone. Don't let it like fester inside, especially during these times where we find ourselves maybe working from home or not going out as much as we used to or socializing like these things can really start to bubble up and like get worse if we don't actively try and sort it out I mean we can literally pick up the phone and phone someone if we are feeling sad or down or we can leave it and just feel worse so you have the control of how you treat yourself because you can make these decisions that can make yourself feel better completely agree and I feel like the more time you're spending on your own and with yourself during these periods of being in lockdown or being in isolation or whatever it is that you're in it's so important to realize how you treat yourself like what are you saying when you walk past the mirror because now you're probably surrounded by more mirrors you have more time to get up in the day and to walk around like are you speaking to yourself in a positive way are you speaking to yourself in a negative way are you giving yourself some self-affirmations or are you like ruining yourself basically by speaking yourself down? Like the way you treat yourself and the way you treat your body, I like that they come straight after each other, these points, but they are things that you have control over. And I think it's, it's a difficult point because I think it's one of the things that people struggle with the most because they feel out of control with it. But the minute you take that control and realize that you do have control over the way that you treat yourself and the way that you treat your body, it's so liberating because you'll see the change that comes after that. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways that you can practice, like really just taking care of yourself. Like you said, the affirmations, the way you talk to yourself, journaling, and um, something else I wanted to mention. But yeah, just basically like any deep inner work and any like self-reflective exercises where you can like pinpoint things that might be putting you down and work through them or... Um, like the affirmations, looking in the mirror and just being like, damn girl, you're sexy. You look fly in that mm-hmm. like whatever it may be, just putting yourself in a better mood by really just being nice to yourself. Because, I mean, we talk to ourselves in ways that we would never speak to people that we love. So the next time you find yourself thinking something that is not really nice about yourself, imagine yourself saying that to like your mom or your sister or your, your boyfriend or your husband or your child. 
And then think about it again, whether you should be talking to yourself like that, because for some reason we found it okay to talk down on ourselves and be horrible to ourselves, but we would never talk to anyone else that we care about like that. I like that you speak about that. That's amazing. Then, okay, the next one is who I spend my time with. So we've also spoken about this plenty times before, but you have complete control over who you spend your time with. It may also seem like one that is um difficult or one that you don't have control over and i know it may seem more difficult if you are surrounded by negative people that are within your family and you do still live at home like those are exceptions you can control how much time you spend with people but you may not be able to control whether or not you see those people at all and that's okay but we are in the sense kind of speaking about negative and positive relationships with friends and relationships and you 100 percent have control over who you allow into your life, how much time you spend with them. And we've both spoken about how difficult it may, may be or seem to cut someone off out of your life or to start spending less time with them. But if someone is not good for your mental health or if someone is not good for just you in general, you are the only person that is able to set up those boundaries and to set up those time limits and to set up just spending less time around those people until it becomes nothing. No one's saying cut them off today and you never speak to them again tomorrow mm. with slow process or not do you have control over the people that are around you in your life always mm. and i think that goes back to boundaries like you said as well because i think a lot of people don't realize like you're allowed to say no you're allowed to have you time you're allowed to make plans that don't include certain people like it's your life do what you want mm -hmm. and i also think this goes back to our first point in situations where you cannot really control like family gatherings and stuff like that, where you know there, are, there might be a certain people, a certain people, a certain person who may trigger you or who always gets that reaction out of you. That goes back to point one, you can control how you react to people in situations. So if you know you're going to like an Easter lunch and granny uh, Patricia's going to be there who like literally grinds you up the wrong way, just don't let her... I always say don't let her win like if she says something mm -hmm. that you know she's saying just to get a reaction out of you don't react because guess what you're going to mm -hmm. win in that situation because she's not getting what she wants from you and you're not getting that conflict that you're always getting from the situation all the time so I love that I love that you said that that's amazing <laughs> granny Patricia's they are everywhere <laughs> I was like I don't think I know anyone by that name so let me use that one <laughs> okay <gasps> Then number seven is how clean my home is. And this like was something that I actually realized the other day because I like just started a recycling project. So I have these like three extra bins in my kitchen that already take up so much space. But when they get full, I like, cause I have to now take them to the recycling place. I'll end up like putting them in my office on the side where you can't see them until like, I'm like, hey, you really need to take the recycling now. And it got to a point where it was so bad that I was like literally a garbage like heap in my office and for some reason I was stinky as well I don't know why because it's recycling but anyways <laughs> so one day I was like you know what fuck it Roxanne just put the shit in your car go take it to the recycling and I can promise you now as soon as I took those bags out of my office my like whole mind just cleared up not even just the fact that my office now looked like a like open space where that had space for me to be creative and work in it was just so amazing to clear up that shit because it automatically made me feel lighter. So if this is, if you are stuck at home, um, 
clearing out can be so therapeutic. I mean, I also did a cupboard clean out and I like switched my office around over the weekend and I just feel so much better for it because I've cleaned out shit that I no longer need. I even wiped down, dusty, dusted because everything gets so dust, dusty when you don't get in there every now and then. But I think it's such a nice way to control your mood and like how you feel because it's such an easy way and like it's free <laughs> to clear that should be it's free clear out your space make yourself feel better and another nice thing is you can donate stuff to people who might need the stuff that you're not using more which also makes you feel good at the end of the day so you're always winning no matter what happens with clearing out your space agreed i'm uh, sorry i was looking at my computer's charging and i can't even see if it is <laughs> um yeah so with regard to how clean your home is i don't actually know which um podcast it was but we did touch on this the other day and we just spoke about um like rox is saying how you can declutter your mind by having a clean desk and how we're saying that if you're studying for something often you're thinking about there's like a pile of whatever on your desk instead of the fact that you have work in front of you to do so always take control over how clean your home is. And no one's saying that you have to be like complete OCD. There has to be like not one speck of dust. But I love that you spoke about the dust situation because we have the white like shutter thingies in our house, shutter blinds, whatever you want to call them. And like, it seems like such a mission to go and like clean between each blind. But it's like such a rewarding thing. Like once you're done with it, you feel so cleansed. Like you're saying with getting rid of the rubbish. Like by the time the bags were just out of the room, never mind even at the rubbish dump yet, you just like already feel cleansed. So whatever it is in your house that maybe needs a little bit of a deep cleanse, it could be you that's needing the deep cleanse. <laughs> your house. So definitely get that done. Yeah. I mean, even with... Um... I mean, I used to hate washing the dishes, but that's something that I find like so much joy in because I walk into my kitchen, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really need to clean this mess. It's looking shocking. There's so many dishes, like practice presents, spill water on my skin, clean the dishes. And when the sink is empty and the kitchen's looking like back in order, I just feel so much happier. So there's so many different ways that you can clean your home and make yourself feel better. Some people are probably Agreed. listening to this being like, these chicks are fucking crazy. Who likes cleaning? Yeah. <laughs> Um, you learn to love it when you are more present and more aware and that's the truth and an adult <laughs> like we're getting older. true <laughs> we talk about <gasps> and things like that that's all kind of yeah <laughs> okay and then i see we missed one but it says what i do in my spare time so you definitely always have control over what you do in your spare time i think that's one of probably the easiest things out of this entire list to know that you have control over. You cannot blame anybody else for doing what you do in your spare time. If you choose to use all your, your 30 minutes or 30 hours of spare time in the week to watch TV and then at the end of the week, you're super bleak because you didn't have time to read the book that you want to read. You have nobody other than yourself to blame. So you always have control over the things that you do in your spare time. So whether it's a workout or whether it's, I think it should always be, and I don't wanna say this in case I'm, no, I was gonna say, I'm not jumping ahead on a point there, but <laughs> it should always be things that bring you joy, in my opinion. So whatever you are doing in your spare time should be something that's gonna make you feel fulfilled. So if it's reading, it's reading. If it's having a bath, it's having a bath. If it's going for a walk, it's going for a walk. If it's just sitting down and being on your own and being present and meditating or whatever it is, and I know I'm making everything kind of 
more on the active side and more on like the mentally good for your mental health side but i feel like it should be beneficial to you if you want to watch tv that's fine watch tv but i'm just saying don't watch tv because the tv's there and you have nothing to watch and you're doing it instead of doing something that could make you feel more fulfilled so you have control to do whatever you want to do in your spare time and no one's judging you for whatever that is it's your spare time at the end of the day but do whatever makes you happy and what's going to make you feel like at the end of that 15 minutes or two hours that you were like, I'm so glad I did that for myself. Definitely. And I had to go find, because I actually saw a post on Instagram the other day that said, so it's like four steps. It's like, go to your Instagram settings, click mm -hmm. account, click your activity, hit the time tab. If your average time is higher than one to two hours a day, you have time to start a part-time business. And I just thought that was so clever because we do spend so much time just mindlessly scrolling. I can see Bee's face is going to go check. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> we do we spend so much time like mindlessly scrolling to Instagram or like watching fucking binge watching seasons on Netflix or whatever it may be, complaining mm -hmm. that oh, I don't have enough time to read a book or to like start painting or to get my exercise in or go for a walk outdoors or go for coffee with my mom, whatever it is that you wish you had more time for, yet it's fine for us to spend time on these stupid things that really bring us no joy, no benefit, no fulfillment, like you said. So really oh God, how many hours did you say? One to two. Okay, mine's like one hour 40. <laughs> So you can start a side hustle, girl. <laughs> I'll just start a side hustle. But I feel like my hustle includes Instagram. That's what's difficult. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think obviously that doesn't really apply to everyone. Because mine's two hours and 21 minutes. But I'm literally on Instagram all the time because that's like where my, my work is. But I think exactly. they like that's more for people who are using the excuse yes. and don't have enough time to start a side hustle. Like this is our hustle. <laughs> Agreed agreed i was like oh my goodness this is going to be like seven hours or some ridiculous time but <laughs> so i don't feel too bad i'm fine yeah. okay then number eight is when i sleep and i think this is so important because i mean people are always saying oh i don't know how you guys wake up so early in the morning i wish i could wake up earlier because then i'd have more time to do a morning routine or go to gym or work on my side hustle or whatever it may be spend more time with the kids um make nice coffee and lie in bed and read my book but you're probably landing up going to bed at like 12 1 2 o'clock you're never going to be able to wake up earlier and if you do you're going to be fucking miserable because you're not getting enough sleep so if you can control when you are going to sleep and try, I mean, I want to say be responsible like an adult, but I'm pretty sure everyone that listens to this podcast is an adult. So you have no excuse. Try to just get to bed a little bit earlier if you want to wake up a little bit earlier. Or if you, I mean, it can work ways. If you're a night owl and you work better at night, then work later, but then allow yourself to sleep in a bit in the morning. So I love that that's a point because it is really something that we can control that can make a huge, huge difference in our life, in our productivity, in our moods, in our recovery. Sleep is like really good for you. <laughs> sleep is needed. <laughs> I love that you spoke about the um, evenings and the mornings because I was going to say like, 
you yes you can control when you go to bed but i feel like when you're controlling when you go to bed is also allowing yourself to take control of when you get to wake up in the morning and like rox is saying so many people will be like i don't know how you wake up so early and i don't know how you get so much done in the morning and to be honest with you i don't think anyone ever started enjoying waking up early like i don't remember ever being younger and enjoying being up at five o'clock in the morning like i honestly think of nothing worse where now my life is so different. I mean, barring the fact that I'm pregnant now, I do not wake up at five o'clock in the morning, let me tell you. <laughs> Before I was pregnant, I used to wake up at like five o'clock every single morning with no alarm. And I just, that time of the morning was my favorite time of the morning because I would get so much done before my day was even started. And we've spoken about this before as well. So, I mean, you can control when you go to bed if you want a better result in the morning. Or like Rox is saying, if you know that you work better in the evenings, stay up later but allow yourself that recovery time to sleep in in the morning because you need that just as much as you need to work in the evenings or whatever it is that you're doing in the evenings working out whatever it is but allow yourself that rest and recovery time because it's super important it will catch up with you and you will literally tornado the shit out of yourself <laughs> goddamn mind <laughs> i love that tornado the shit out of yourself yeah <laughs> okay, and then the last one is my thoughts. So I think this, every uh, person's opinion will be different, but I think out of the nine things on this list, this is probably the thing that would seem the hardest to do or the thing that you really just seem completely out of control with. A lot of people um, feel like they have no control over their thoughts. They have no control over the way that they think, and they have no control over the thoughts that pop into their head. And there is a way or a reason why each thought pops into your head. And I mean, you're not going to be able to sit there and divulge every thought and be like, where did this come from? How am I thinking this? You know, you may not be at that point in your process or in your journey or in your life, but you have control to once a thought is in your head to reflect on that or to pretty much bar it out of your mind or find something better to say in replacement of that. So, I'm not saying it's going to be easy for you to just be like, you know what, I'm in control of my thoughts. And then a bad thought pops into your head and you're like, how did that happen? Like, I'm in control of my thoughts. Every single person goes through these moments where they have like an, a little um, minute of bad thinking or a bad thought pops into your head. And I mean, sometimes I'll be thinking, walking down the road and I'm like, oh my gosh, what if one of the dogs gets hit by a car? You know, you think of these random things and then your automatic reaction should rather be, you know what, they will not get hit by a car, like anything like that, all the positivity, you know, say things that are better, but you have control over the way that you think, as in whatever comes into your mind, you can deflect or reflect on. Um, but I think like Rox was saying earlier, the more self-aware you are and the more present you are in the way that you think about yourself, the easier it is to realize those thoughts that become like thought patterns. And when you do start to cut them out of your thinking process, they do become less. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. 100%. I think, like you said, like I said, self-awareness, but also just being more present in your thoughts. Because, I mean, a lot of the time, and we all, like they talk about the monkey mind when you learn about meditating and stuff, is your mind is always jumping from thought to thought to thought to thought mm -hmm. to thought. And it might be future or past. Do you never really in the present moment? And when you start to practice being more present in the present moment, it's a lot easier to actually like take note of the thoughts that come into your mind and actually just be like 
why am I thinking these thoughts? Like you said as well, it's not that easy. It is a process, but like everything, practice makes perfect. Um, and if you really do need help, like go like sign up with a life coach or chat to someone because these are things that they specialize in helping you to deal with. But yeah, just really when a negative thought comes up, be more aware of it. Ask yourself, like, why am I thinking this thought? Like, I don't know, let's think of an example. Maybe you want to start running, but you're like, oh, I'm so unfit, I'll never be able to run. Um, people will laugh at me if they see me on the side of the road because my face is going to go so red. Like, you'll make up this whole fucking story in your head where you are literally thinking this absolute bullshit story about yourself. Firstly, it's probably just an excuse so that you don't have to run in the first place. <laughs> so uh -huh. catch yourself out when you're just making excuses. But like realize why you be why are you being so ugly to yourself everyone starts somewhere yes everyone who starts running is going to be unfit everyone who starts running is going to get a red face um everyone who's driving on the car in their cars drive down the road past you are not like fucking phased by the ladies running down the road so <laughs> get over the fact that they're going to be staring at you and thinking that shame i look like i'm unfit or redhead or whatever the hell you want to make excuses for so yeah i think thoughts is a big one and there's also a million different million different ways that you can that we can break this down but the main thing is to be self-aware agreed agreed i have nothing else to say on that point i do though have a really cute quote for you guys so i read this earlier today and i sent it to rox and it just says that Incredible change happens in your life when you decide to take control over what you do have power of instead of craving control over what you don't. And that's by Steve Maraboli. I think that's how you say it. But <laughs> I'm like, sometimes with these names, I'm always like, I've just made up my own pronunciation of that human being's name. But it is a very simple quote, guys. And like we've said previously in all our other podcasts, there's no point in craving control over changing the past or craving control over having control of the future. <laughs> you have to accept that there are things that you do have control over and that you can make change with in your life. And that's what you should do. Exactly. I think once you realize that you can't control certain things and you just allow that to be your reality you feel like an immediate sense of freedom because it's just like well fuck it i can't control it so i'm just gonna let it slide <laughs> but i know what i can control and i'll work on that rather exactly, so exactly all righty guys thanks so much for listening to us again i hope you guys found some valuable info um like always we love seeing your feedback we've actually been getting some really nice feedback on personal notes i must tell you some stuff later actually after we hit stop recording <laughs> but yes. um, it's so it really like fulfills us to the brim when we hear like life-changing things that have happened to you just from listening to our podcast or from the guests that we've had on our podcast so keep those coming in we love you guys um give us a five-star review and yes we don't ask we just tell now we are like a year down the road please you just have to give us a five star <laughs> do it for the kids um but we love you and we'll chat to you guys next week hello thank you so much for joining us today we love spreading the light with our healing tribe of humans to get to know us better follow us on instagram and facebook at health and harmony goals 
or check out our website at www.health-harmony.co.za. That's health-harmony.co.za. Until next time, keep healing our world.